God bless you and God keep you on tonight. We're grateful to be alive and here for another Wednesday night Bible study, picking up from on our series, What Do You Want? Let us pray and we'll dive into it. Lord, we thank you now for this opportunity to teach your word. We thank you for um, the opportunity to grow. We thank you for the opportunity to expand. So now, Lord, have thine own way tonight. We pray you would speak. We pray you would bless as only you can, Father. We pray that something said tonight that would help us never grow. In Jesus' name, we pray and we ask it all. Amen. I want to look tonight at Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Mark 10 verses 46 through 52. And it says, and they came to Jericho and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man saying to him, take heart. Get up. He is calling you and throwing off his cloak. He sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. We want to just talk once again from the subject. What do you want? There is this belief and there is this notion. And there is this understanding that when you have faith, you can get it. You can get it and you can have it. But the thing is, how determined are you for it and how determined are you driven to keep your faith strong? And to keep your faith alive, to have this belief that you believe you will acquire and obtain this blessing. Because when you need and when you want it, that is when you don't stop until you get it. When you need and want it, that is when you don't stop until you get it because there is this notion that you have to be silent or that you just have to pause. But that is not true because you have to make sure that you don't stop, that you don't quit and that you don't give in until you get it. And the question ought to raise us, how determined are you? to get the blessing. And not only that, but how focused are you? Are you to keep your mind focused on the Lord and focused on getting your healing? And how focused are you to make sure, watch this, that you don't miss the moment? And that is the thing in life. You can't miss your moment. And when you don't miss your moment, it just shows that you didn't allow anything to stop you from getting what you needed from the Lord. 
You can't let things stop you. You can't let things keep you down and you can't allow things to make you feel like you won't get healed. You have to decide what you want and you have to decide how determined you are going to be in order for you to obtain and get through it. But you can't let things stop you. You can't let things get in the way. No matter what it is, don't let anything stop you. When you have faith in God, when you have belief in God, and when you have determination in God, don't allow things to stop you. It's like you never, it's like a train can be delayed. A train can be paused. A train can have, can, a train sometimes may have something going on with the tracks. But at the end of the day, that train is going to get to its destination. Even if it's not there on time, it's better to get there even later than not get there at all. But when the train is focused, it's going to keep getting there. And that's what God is telling us tonight, that we cannot stop. We cannot give up. We have to keep going. We have to keep getting it. We have to keep arriving, even when it feels like it's late, even when it feels like it's delayed, even when it feels like it's on pause. It's on us to not stop. Because in this text, you see, we see blind Bartimaeus has heard that Jesus has passed by. And at that moment, hearing that Jesus passed by is when he begins to cry out to Jesus. And then the disciples of Jesus Christ tried to silence him, but he kept crying even the louder for the Lord to have mercy on him. Right? Because it is interesting that the disciples have seen Jesus heal. And, and now they're the ones that are telling this man to be quiet, to be quiet. But why, but this is the question, why silence somebody that can get healed from Jesus? You ever notice how some people don't want you to get healed? You ever know how some people don't want you to get better? You ever notice how some people are, are strategic of making you stop and say, I don't know. I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do that. Some people will always do whatever they can to block you from getting healed. But it's also on you personally to have the right type of determination to say, I'm not going to stop get I'm not going to stop but I'm going to get healed because I'm believing and trusting in God. But did you notice in the scripture Bartimaeus does not care what they have said because he continues to get louder. And sometimes you got to keep getting louder. You got to keep making noise. You got to keep talking to God and keep and keep believing in God enough to where you say, 
I am not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to put this on pause until I get healed. And that's the thing that you have to realize. That's the thing we all have to realize is that we cannot stop just because things are in the way. We cannot stop just because some people don't want us to get healed. We can't stop just because there may be some opposition. thought. You got to keep going. You have to keep believing. You have to keep staying focused, staying driven and staying determined to say, I'm going to get healed. If you've been down enough, if you've been frustrated enough, if you've been hurt enough, why, why would you allow somebody that's not trying to let you get healed get in the way of your healing? You got to stop allowing so many people to block your path. And you got to not, and watch this, don't submit to those who try to keep you silent. Because God is right there. Jesus is here for us, but we got to make sure we are listening. We ought to make sure we are listening to God, but we got to go to the Lord person. If you want to get better, you got to go to the source. If somebody wants cable, they got to go to direct TV. If you want a good sub sandwich, go to firehouse. If you want a birthday cake, you got to go somewhere where they make birthday cake. You have to go to the source. And that's the same way it is when it comes to healing, when it comes to deliverance. We have to go to the source. We got to go to Jesus personally. But you got to keep your eyes on the vision and the goal that you have in order to get healed. Because when you have a goal or dream, something is always trying to stop you and keep you down. When you have a goal or a dream, there's always something that's trying to stop you, trying to keep you down. And here it is. You only miss your blessing if you allow your dreams to be broken. You only miss your blessing if you allow your dreams to be broken. Don't let your faith be broken because some people don't have the faith in you to get healed. Don't let your faith be broken because some people don't have faith in you to get healed. But you have to have enough faith in you. And when you have enough faith, that is when you can still stand and still make some noise that you get delivered. It always comes back to you. It always comes to you. And the question that it comes to is, how much do you want it? Not how much somebody else wants it. Not how much somebody else looks at things. How much do you want? How driven are you? How determined are you to get there? How much do you want it? How much do you want it? And how much do you really have that desire to get healed? Because you have the capability. Watch this. We all have the capability to get over it, but are you going to stop just because you face a tough spot? We all face a tough spot sometimes. We all deal with something, but does that mean we're supposed to stop? Does that mean we're supposed to give up? Does that mean we're supposed to throw in the towel? Does that mean we're supposed to just wave the white flag? 
Absolutely not. But we have to stop giving so much attention and so much power and so much authority to things that are not God that are getting in the way of us overcoming that hurdle and that mountain. Bartimaeus, he's blind. And even though he is blind and a beggar, once he heard it was Jesus, there was a different attitude that came on him. Because Jesus will change your attitude. Jesus will change your response. And Jesus will change your faith because Jesus will always make you have a different type of response and reaction. Am I right? I said, Jesus will do those things. Jesus will do it. He always makes us have a different type of response and reaction. Because see, when Jesus passes by and when you have been in that situation, something in you will make you change because the reputation of Jesus will make you have a different response. The reputation of Jesus will make you have a different response because Bartimaeus made it known because he tells Jesus he wants to have his sight and Jesus said be healed, but Bartimaeus had to get to Jesus. Even though he has this condition, he still had to get to Jesus. But what was interesting to me, how did Bartimaeus get to Jesus even though he can't see? He's still walking. How is that? He can't. The, the text indicates he can't see, but he had to walk to get to Jesus. Did he get? Did he walk and get to Jesus by hearing the voice of Christ? Because it is said that those who are blind, they can, they, they, they. What helps with their mobility is by hearing sounds, and the sound that comes, the sound and the waves of that sound that comes to their ears, it brings them. It makes them it, when they continue to hear that sound, it makes them get closer. Was it the sound that he heard? Was it the voice of Christ that Bartimaeus heard? that made him get to Jesus. Because I told you, when you know that Jesus is passing by, it will give you a different reaction. And maybe that's what we, maybe that's what it is, that we got to make sure Jesus is passing by. Jesus will give you a different reaction. Jesus will give you a different tone. Jesus will give you a different voice. Jesus will give you a different life. But don't miss the moment. Because Bartimaeus threw off the cloak and approaches Jesus. But have you noticed, before we get to Jesus and before we get healed, there are always things we have to get rid of before you get what you really need. Some stuff you have to get rid of so that you will be healed. 
You can't carry everything with you. You can't continue to have all the excess, all the excess baggage. There is some, there are some things you have to let go of, you have to get rid of in order for you to be healed. What are you holding on to or what is holding on to you right now that is delaying your healing? And sometimes we know what it is, but we still make excuses. We still try to make it seem like, oh, I can still do this. It's not that bad. It, maybe it is. If you have to continue to make excuse after excuse after excuse for something, it just might be an indication that needs to go. But you have to be strong enough and see it and know that there, in order for me to be healed, there is some stuff I have to let go up. I have to remove. I have to walk away from. I have to get out the way the white flags is. I have to bury. I have to have a funeral for it. But there's just some stuff I cannot continuously hold on to and allow myself to be pulled down by. If I'm going to be healed, I have to remove some stuff. Isn't that what Bartimaeus did in the text? He removed in order to get healed. Because when we want Jesus to intercede and take control over our lives, what do you need to strip yourself of? And what do you need to give up on so that you can make your way to Jesus? And you got to ask yourself the question, what is it that you are still holding on to that is blocking you and that is stopping you from getting to Jesus? Is it fear? Is it failure? Is it worry? Is it being afraid or is it just being stuck? Stuck thinking about the past, stuck thinking about what didn't work, stuck thinking about what didn't happen, stuck, stuck, stuck. Whatever it is, you it's time to take it off of you. Get that baggage off of you. Get that unnecessary weight off of you. Stop allowing that to take you down. Stop allowing that to have control over you. Get it off of you in order that you can really get to Jesus and get changed for the good. Stop letting so much keep you bottled down, keep you torn down, and keep you weak. It's just some stuff you have to let go up and stop allowing it to dictate your healing. Just some stuff you got to get rid of. Some stuff you got to let go of. Some stuff is not work. And you know, sometimes we see stuff that doesn't work, but we keep it because you know how we are. Sometimes we say, I'm going to make this work. Some stuff is not going to work when you get it, when you want to get to Jesus. Because if you want to change, what are you willing to change so you can change? <laughs> if you want to change, what are you willing to change so you can change? Because it is not all 
it is not all just on Jesus. It's not all on Jesus. There's something on us and something in us that has to change, that has to be different, and that has to be willing to change so that we are ready to change. Because watch this. Sometimes a person can be ready to change, but they are willing to change things about them. So instead of getting healed, they're still down. They're still confused and they are still fighting what they won't change. But you have to be willing to change yourself. You got to be willing to change your life. You got to be willing to change some actions. You got to be willing to change some behavior. Because sometimes it falls on us. And in order for you to feel and experience that, it is up to you to put in, watch this, the effort to change. You got to put in effort to change. The change just doesn't happen, but you have to put in some effort to change. You got to do something different. You got to go something different. You got to you got to do what you can to change. It's like this. If you are in a house and the trash can is full, but you keep stuffing trash, stuffing trash, stuffing trash. Now it might work for a little bit. But after a while, you can try to stuff as much as you want. After a while, the trash is going to come up. The trash is going to start to, it's going to be like a volcano. It's going to start standing up at the top. And if you don't take care of it, then it's going to overflow. And then you're going to have trash in the can, but then you're going to have trash on the floor. But the thing is, if you just change the bag, you won't have that problem. That's the same way it is that, that God is telling us it's time to change the bag. You've, we've held on to some bags long enough. We've had them too long. Now it's time to just throw them out. It's trying to take them to the dump. It's time to stop, be, stop having that in us. It's time for a new bag because when you get a new bag, you get a new upgrade. You get a new life. You get a new healing. You get a new direction. But you got to change some stuff and you've got to let some stuff Get away from you. But you got to put the effort in to change. Because it's like this. Jesus has your attention. But now, what are you going to do with it? Jesus told the disciples to call Bartimaeus. And that's what happened to see. It was at that moment that you begin to see the way the story changes. That once Bartimaeus comes to Jesus, that is when Jesus asked the question and then Bartimaeus gives the response. But I also like that you see the interaction between Jesus and Bartimaeus because Jesus asked the question. Bartimaeus gives the response. And then you see that Jesus says, your faith has made you well. And then Barmaz gets his sight and follows Jesus. 
And I know we're going to hit this again, but just make sure you keep following Jesus. The same way you've prayed to God before you had, before he blessed you, pray that same way after he blessed you. The same way you teach, the same way you preach, the same way you sing, the, way, the same way you study the Bible, the same way you, you call on the name of God before, do it after as well. Some, don't don't let that become something that it all of a sudden starts slowing down. All of a sudden, it just starts going away. It stops. It, it just vanishes. Keep it going. Keep it alive. Keep it real. Don't do it just to get it and then you stop after you get it. That's, don't do that. That's 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 prob that's why some relationships don't that's why some relationships don't make it is because you got a lot of people oh yeah they started out being loving they started out being kind they started out doing all the kind of things to get this person but when they finally got the person and then they kept doing it for a little bit but then after a while they just stopped they reverted back to who they really are they revert back to their old ways and this and then the person that they're with is wondering well what happened what changed and, and some and a lot of people said what you what you do at the beginning you got to keep it going in other words if you're not going to keep it going don't start if you're not going to fulfill the commitment then don't start and that's the same way it is as we follow Christ. The same way we come to church, the same way we stay faithful, the same way we listen, the same way we're dedicated before we get healed, we need to do it the same way and even do it more after we get healed. But it does take sometimes talking to the Lord by yourself. Uh-oh, to get healed. And sometimes we miss our healings because we talk to way too many people. Stop talking to everybody. Stop talking to everybody. Every problem you have, you don't need to tell everybody. You don't need to call everybody. You don't need to text everybody. You don't need to make Facebook posts and Facebook status for every problem that you're facing. Stop talking to everybody about your problem. Talk to God. Give it to God. Listen to God. Let God direct you. Because, you know, when we talk to everybody about a problem, a lot of times people don't give us solutions to help us. They just say things we want to hear to pump us up, but it's not giving us any deliverance. It's not making us change. It's not making us better. But that's why you got to talk to God, because when you talk to God, that's when real healing takes place. When you talk to God is when real healing will take place because you're listening and following what the Lord has said and what the Lord is doing for you. Because it's always great when you see the Lord at work, but it is also great to see that when you have communication with the Lord, you are able to make it through a burden. Say again. When you have communication with God, you are able to make it through a burden. But here it is. Are you going to tell God the truth? 
And are you going to be open and willing to tell the Lord that I want my sight? What do you want from the Lord? What do you want from the Lord? And what do you need the Lord to do in your life? And are you willing to give the full, complete answer to God? <laughs> give the Lord all of you. Give the Lord the right answers because watch this. It doesn't matter what you are going through and what are you and what you are facing. But make sure to give the Lord the right answers and give the Lord the answer that you know that you need from him. Because it is something that is real. That when you have this time with God and when you are alone with God, there are things that you need to open up about and express to God so that you can grow and so that you can change because we all need to take advantage of the opportunity when we have Jesus on our side. And also, what will you tell Jesus what is going on? And will you tell Jesus how much you really need him? And I think we all ought to be honest and say, I need the Lord, but I also need to take advantage of the moment. And I don't need to allow the moment to slip away, but I need to let the moment be the best it can be. And it happens like that because of my faith in wanting to get healed because faith in God produces good results. When you have faith in God, when you believe in God and when you trust in God, it ought to make you say, I'm not going to miss my moment. Moment. It ought to make you say, I'm driven, I'm focused, I'm determined to get there. But I'm not going to miss my moment. Because have you ever asked yourself that question? How is my faith? doing? I want that question to sink in. How is my faith doing? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever had to poll that question for yourself to know, how is my faith? Is my faith growing? Is my faith maturing? And is my faith as strong as it needs to be? How is my faith I know I say God will make a way, but is my faith strong enough to believe it? I know I say I trust in God, but is my faith strong enough to put it into action? How is your faith? Have you had a spiritual faith checkup? How is my faith? Look at the scripture. And you see what Jesus tells Bartimaeus, your faith has made you well. See, it was the faith that was exhibited that made Bartimaeus well. And just maybe 
Could it be sometimes the reason we don't get well is because our faith is not strong, but it's weak. It's a slippery slope. It's, it's, it's too inconsistent because do you have enough faith to make the request? And then not only watch this make the request, but believe that the request will come true because you believe in the Lord enough to know that God will make it better. But where is your faith? And is your faith powerful enough? And you know, when you have strong faith, you not only give God your request, but you believe and you know he already is going, he already is taking care of it. He already has it worked out. Faith, it gives it to God, but faith always also believes God is going to make this better. God is going to give me the answer I need. God is going to take care of it. Any way he takes care of it, I know it's in his hands and I know he's going to take care of it, but I have the faith that lets me know he will do it. Where is your faith? Because real faith won't let you die even though you are faced with an uphill battle. Real faith won't let you die even though you are faced with an uphill battle. John chapter 4, verse 47 to 53. When this man heard that Jesus came from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And as he was going, as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. Woo! Faith will do that. I'm getting happy because when we have faith and we know it, God is going to do it. God is going to make it better. God, that prayer will get answered. God will see you through it. Any situation when you got the faith. Mark chapter 7, verse 24 through 30. And from there, he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter, little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile and a, and a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, yes, Lord, and yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, for this statement, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Woo! Matthew 15, verse 32 to 37. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now 
three days and have nothing to eat. And I am willing to send them away. And I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to him, where are we going to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? They said seven and a few small fish. And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish. And giving thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces left over. Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a discharge of blood for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I touch his garment, I will be made well. Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, take heart, daughter, your faith has made you all. And instantly the woman was made well. And I contend your, that your faith does have to have real convictions in order for you to get well, in order for you to overcome, and in order for you to be delivered. Your faith does have to be real so that you are able to overcome what has gotten in the way or what is even trying to pull you down. You have to have real faith. That is when your faith does have to be real. And your faith does have to be warm. You have to have faith in the Lord to make it through challenges. And watch this. You can't have cold faith that freezes up every time you are faced with a problem. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You can't have cold faith that freezes up every time you are faced with a problem. You got to have faith in God. You got to believe in God. You got to know that God is real. You got to know God is able. You got to know if he's your shepherd, let him shepherd. If he's your rock, let him be your rock. If he's your strength, let him give you strength. If he's your protector, he's your refuge, let him protect. Let him be that refuge for him. Let him be that bulwark. God is that God. God is going to bless and God will see you through. You just make sure you keep your faith. That is something that we have to always understand and know. Our faith has to stay real. Our faith has to stay strong. And watch this. Our faith should never shrink because we are still living and going with God. You stay with God when you know what God is doing. And you stay with the Lord even before the Lord does anything. You still stay with the Lord because you have a belief that things are going to get better. Is there anybody that can just say, I believe that things are going to get better? Anybody know and can say, I know things are going to get better. I know it's going to turn around. I know God is going to fix it. I know God is going to solve it. I trust God. I believe in God enough that I know God is going to survive. God is going to let me survive. God is going to let me make it. And God is going to let me hang in there. I know that God is going to see me through. Is And you ought to say, I trust in God. I know it because I walk with him. I talk with him. And I believe that he is going to allow me to make it. But it didn't come easy, but I got faith in God. I got trust in God. I believe God is able. 
I believe it's able. He's going to work it out. You got to know he's going to work it out. This word cry in the Greek means to call out with a loud voice. This word mercy in the Greek means to help one afflicted. This word call in the Greek means to summon and invite. This word saying in the Greek means to affirm, to command, and to direct. This word courage in the Greek means to be of good cheer. This word regain in the Greek means to recover. This word faith in the Greek means here is strong conviction and belief in Jesus Christ. And this word well in the Greek means health restored and to be made well. This is true. And this is key because you can come back and you can recover. And isn't it something about being in the presence of the Lord, of Jesus Christ? It will make you happy. It will make you encouraged. It will build you back up because because when the Lord restores you, it makes you happy. It makes you joyful. It makes you hang in there. That's why you should, that's why you should never miss church. That's why you should always be in the house of God when we can hear the word, when we can hear the word preached, hear the word taught, hear the word sung about. Then when you have personal, private devotion time with God, and you just listen to the words of God. You just hear God speak to you. It'll encourage you. It'll let you know it's going to be all right. It'll let you know God is going to take care of you. That's why you should always want to be in the presence of the Lord, knowing that he's going to make it all right, because the Lord will restore you when you make the move to get up. The Lord will restore you when you make the move to get up. But that is something else that you have to see and understand. Whatever you do, don't allow anybody to stop you and don't let yourself be stopped. Keep yourself going and keep yourself sprouted up and rooted up. As long as you follow the Lord, there is always going to be a reason to believe things will get better. Things are going to get better. But you make sure you stay with Jesus. Stay with Jesus as you navigate these waters and as you continue to follow the Lord. Make sure to follow Jesus because Jesus does not have to, but because he does, that gives you the belief to know that in everything, Jesus is going to be there. In everything, Jesus will be there and make sure you follow Jesus. And in anything, whatever it is and where and however it goes, stay with Jesus. Once again, the same way you stay with Jesus when you had problems is the same way you stay with Jesus after you get healed and delivered. Make sure you stay with Jesus all of the time. After being delivered, it was Bartimaeus that followed Jesus, and that is the key. Once again, keep following Jesus, especially after you, because watch this. After you get blessed, there will be a temptation to not follow Jesus. Because blessings will test us to see how loyal we are to God. Whatever you do, don't stop following Jesus and don't allow anything that you have make you forget 
who it was that gave it to you and make you forget how desperate you were and how the Lord got you through it. Don't allow stuff to make you forget it was God. Don't allow things to make you forget that God was the one when you were crying, that God was the one when you were in despair, that God was the one when you were feeling down, that God was the one when you were feeling low. Don't you let anything make you forget that it was God and God alone that did this for you. You keep following Jesus and stay with Jesus because the temptation to leave and get ahead of yourself is always there. But that is why you can't allow it to get that way and you can't allow it to be that way. But you got to make sure you keep on pressing on with Jesus. You keep on pressing with Jesus and you don't stop following the Lord, but you keep following God as you continue to follow the Lord. That is when you know that in all things, God is working it out for your good. Stay with Jesus and know that Jesus will make it better. Yes, he will. Jesus will make it better when you stay with him. I know that for a fact. Psalms 86, verse 1 through 3 and 6 and 7. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. For I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I do cry all the day. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you, for you answer me. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Lord have mercy. Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Not that I've already obtained this or, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what, what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Keep following Jesus and watch how the Lord will change things. God will change you and God will change the circumstances. And you always have to follow him and know that in all areas and situations, the Lord will make a way somehow. How God does things, I don't know. None of us know. But you just got to know and believe that he'll make a way somehow. No matter what it is, God is going to make a way. No matter what you're dealing with, God is going to make a way somehow. You just stay in there. You stay in the race. You stay in the fight and just know that in all things, God is going to make a way somehow. Keep the faith. Stay encouraged and know God will make a way somehow. Trust the Lord and know it's going to work out. Anybody know it's going to work out? You ought to say, I know it's going to work out. I believe it's going to work out. I feel it. And I'm going to trust God enough knowing that God is going to work this out. And God will never leave you. 
but he'll always be there and give you victory for the long call. Whatever you face, he's got you. Whatever you deal with, he's got you. And whatever comes your way, God got you. Keep the faith, stay encouraged, and keep believing on the Lord will make a way somehow. Do you believe that? Keep telling yourself, by faith I know. Keep telling yourself, I know God will make a way somehow. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I believe it. I don't know why I have to face this, but it's going to be all right because I got God on my side. And because I got God on my side, he is going to work it out and he's going to see me through and he's going to lead me. He's going to guide me. He's going to direct me and he will surely take care of me. The Lord will make it all right. Yes, he will. He will make it all right. God will make it all right. Yes, he will. It might get bumpy. It might get rocky. But if you just wait on the Lord, he'll get you safely to shore. Just wait on him. Stay in the boat with him. He's the best captain we have. He will get you to shore. He will get you where you need to be. Keep trusting and knowing. He's got it all. Do you believe it? I know he's got it all worked out. I, 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 I see it. I feel it. He's got it all worked out for our good. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. Wherever you are, just praise God and say, Father, thank you. Just say, Father, I know you got it worked out. Start praising and saying, God, whatever you do, God, I follow you. I trust you. I believe in you. God knows. And God will. Make it all right. Yes, he will. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this word. Thank you for this blessing. Thank you for reminding us that you got it. You have it worked out, Father, that we continue just to trust you, believe in you, and praise you, and honor you, knowing, God, that you have it worked out. We walk by faith, not by sight. We know whatever situation is going on, whatever situation is going on with our, with, within our church family, within their lives, within their homes, within e even those who are listening, who are watching, whatever's going on, God, we know you have it worked out. God, you know, we know it's already done. It's taken care of. Do it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We, we trust you. We believe you. We know, God, you're able. We know, God, you got it all under control. Thank you for working it out. Glory to your name. Thank you for taking care of us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, it's all done and we believe it. We walk by faith. We know it. And all things are working together for our good. In the name of Jesus Christ, we say thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, do we pray and we ask it all. We call it done. In Jesus' name, thank you for your glory. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your power, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, do we say thank you? And we're keeping our heads up. We're keeping our faith up. We're walking by faith. We're not going to allow anything to deter us and stop us because we know you got it all worked out in Jesus' name. Do we pray and we ask it all in Jesus' name? In Jesus' name. Do we say thank you and glorify and praise you? In Jesus' name, we pray and ask it all. Amen. Woo! Sometimes you got to let it out in the name of Jesus. Everything. 
is worked out. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you for joining us. You can join us on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Thank you. Continue to like, comment, and share. Just know by faith it is done and it is taken care of. And God will work it out and make it all right. God bless you. And God keep you is our prayer.